Hey everyone, welcome to Off the Circle. This is Ryan Grimes here and Doug Carr is as well. Today we're here with Kevin McCauley and Miles Grody from Upper Hand. entrepreneurs and business people. Learn from their experience and expertise and have some laughs along the way. Off the Circle, the Indianapolis business scene as you've never heard it before. Good morning, guys, or good afternoon, guys. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, our listeners don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. six o'clock and we just left the gym. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, so talk to us about uh, Upper Hand and what what yeah, absolutely. Well, good morning. Thanks for having us on uh, yes. the show. <laughs> absolutely. Um, upper Hand, we're a business growth platform that services the sports fitness uh, sector. Uh, we really serve the front desk and back office for franchisors uh, and mom and pop studios, fitness centers, uh, clubs across the country. And they're essentially using our business um, software to take their own business operation, uh, we say, is up and to the right, uh, which is uh, really the definition of Upper Hand. So anything from you know scheduling and selling online to the in-person transaction that happens uh, to all the back-end marketing, you know financial accounting reporting, uh, et cetera. The really unique uh, thing about Upper Hand is bringing all the things that historically, at, at a, as a fitness company, you'd have to do, you know, through eight different applications, right. you can do in one platform. So it really streamlines uh, time savings for folks. Nineteen plus hours a week. Uh, we've seen an increase in revenue of 26% uh, as soon as you switch from upper hand nice. or to upper hand from uh, prior platforms. So uh, that's really uh, at a high level what we do. I guess, uh, you know, the great thing is if you're a fitness coach or something, you don't have to, one, you're going to be utilizing other apps that weren't built for fitness coaches. Yeah, right? exactly. And yeah. then two, you're going to have to sit there and worry about how did these integrate? How do they work together? How all this stuff and when you really should be out making money being a fitness coach, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Incredible. What what uh, what motivated you to get the company started? Um, so in 2012, uh, I got the idea. I was living in Washington, D.C. Uh, with another company uh, I had started, uh, which took me out there. And in coaching baseball, I uh, got connected, uh, obviously, through you know parents who wanted to do training. Uh, I was a pitching uh, coach myself, started doing training outside of you know normal practice and it was in really the first few experiences I had as a, uh, a coach, uh, having just awkward experiences, um, getting paid to coach a kid and, you know, short 10, 12 year old kid sitting here while mom's handing a check. And it just sort of feels like a super weird transaction, right? In that moment. And you feel like you should be talking about the progress of, uh, of the athlete. And so that kind of sparked an idea to create uh, at the time, uh, which was book a coach. Um, so we started out actually as a marketplace to connect, uh, parents, so the consumer side, to uh, coaches and fitness trainers uh, across the country. But the problem we saw as business majors, uh, I met Miles, uh, Grady, my co-founder at uh, the Kelly School of Business, uh, our sophomore year. And so we're kind of business nerds. When we first started this, uh, we created a 100-page business plan that um, <laughs> you know people kind of laugh, laughed at because you know they now have the uh, startup canvas model, which would have been great to know about that yeah. you know, a couple yeah. years ago. Would have saved some time, but... Uh, no, long story short, um, we, we did dig into why customers weren't coming back through the platform, uh, but then we also looked at the people that were, and we'd go into their facility and learn. They just wanted a way to pay online. They wanted a, a way to schedule, communicate. They wanted a platform to manage their business at the end of the day, and uh, you do a little bit more research on the business side, and 
it's it was the biggest opportunity, biggest problem uh, in the market. Uh, the average family spends something like 25% of their, their annual income on sports and fitness uh, in the household. So when you talk about size and opportunity, uh, we really saw uh, a chance to, to make a change. So we pivoted our business about two and a half, uh, three years in. Uh, and so uh, here we are as upper hand. Wow. So, and, and, well, in three years, you've built one heck of a diverse platform. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's uh, really testament of the product team. We put uh, Miles in charge of our, our product team as chief product officer about a year ago yeah. Uh, yeah. this time. And obviously, we won't speak to his background, but um, has a history of you know, managing folks, uh, having worked at FactSet, a uh, company that competes with Bloomberg on the market, uh, had 100% retention in managing teams. And so uh, we sort of felt like, as, you know, Look, running this company, put the best person in charge of, of managing the most important team, and uh, that's what we did. So it's it's paid off, I think, pretty handsomely. We uh, were able to pick up Mac uh, Earnhardt uh, as a director of engineering and head of our tech team uh, about a year ago as well. So uh, we've seen some really strong improvement in terms of I know Mac uh, velocity. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's an awesome guy. Yeah, um, he's he's not on site today uh, traveling for us, but um, so we've had a lot of that sort of success in the last year that has translated into seeing. You know, velocity of product pickup and a whole bunch of other things that uh, have related to the success we're having. Well, Miles, maybe you can speak to, you know, all of the pieces of the platform, uh, you know, because, uh, uh, well, I want you to tell it, but, you know, everything from scheduling to payments, what mm-hmm. you're talking about. Yeah. That's a full suite for marketing, communication, payment, and everything, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's a really interesting um, uh, customer base that we have. Um which interesting can also make things complicated in terms of prioritizing and building the software um, and, and kind of details on, on what I mean by that. For example, I mean, there's, there are just membership software solutions, right? Membership management solutions like Chargeify, Char, uh, Chargebee, I think there is now, uh, Recurly. There are applications right. that just do that. That's just a sliver of our application. And the reason that we have that we do that, and we also do scheduling really well, and we also do retail, um, you know, like actual sports retail products within our platform, is because we have to. Um, the reason we have to is because um, really that's where the market kind of started. Um, people uh, they started scheduling, but then they uh, the, the mind bodies of the world started tacking on, bolting on different um, different you know tools. Um, where the market actually uh, has tools that solve that now, they didn't yeah. have that before. So they started bolting on and building this kind of robust software. And so when we came into the space, they were kind of the leaders and and uh, and, and that's who we were competing with. So um, we've built a really, really robust software. Um, the market is really the customer base and the market has driven us to, to do that. But, uh, but, you know, it's been challenging to, to build for that because you're not just building one specific um, you know, focus within the product there, you have to do a lot of things really, really well, which has been challenging, but it's also been a lot of fun. I think it's, it's, uh, it's been a unique experience for our engineering team, for our product team, um, to be able to, to conquer and tackle a, a kind of, uh, you know, problem set of, of that sort. It's not really often that you have that. I think maybe the market might drive to that more or more of the other markets out there might drive to that kind of uh, consolidated yeah. away from the integrations kind of solutions because there are a lot of problems with that particular right. approach. Mm-hmm. But um, but we'll see what happens. But our market has definitely driven us there and it's been a lot of fun <laughs> and challenging to do as well. 
Yeah, as, as someone who works with software a lot, third-party integrations are they're great until they're not. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and then you're uh, you know in a lot of trouble. So, uh, talking more about you know your your customer base, like what's what's something cool that you've gotten into that you didn't even think of uh, when you started doing this? Um, an area yeah. that has just exploded for you. Well, I think the, one of the number one philosophies we have as a company and a team is listening to our customers, whether it's on the sales side, the customer success support side, or product side, right? And really, we'll build what our customers you know, tell us they need, right? And uh, I would say the first thing, the most obvious, would be a year ago, we uh, acquired a video technology platform uh, on the market. Uh, it was called CoachCast and uh, the Safe Review System, which is actually used in the NHL by a number of uh, goalies that will be using the Stanley Cup again this year. And the reason we did that was because we really, in listening and seeing this market grow over the last several years, you've got this physical sort of in-person space, right? You go to a gym, you go to a fitness instructor, you're, you're working, but then there's also the video side, right? That you're starting to see pop up with live classes, on-demand classes. And it's no different than sports was, uh, you know, eight years ago when we, we started uh, really thinking about this. And then, you know, six years ago when we started, which was, you know, you can, you can do video, but it only helps if you have that sort of integrated with some in-person instruction, right? Because nobody's going to jump to the video and move your hands, right? Nobody's going to jump to the video and say, hey, change your, your technique. And so that was something I did not think when we started this, we would uh, we would be doing um, out of the gates. But again, it creates all the problems like Miles said, you know, integrating all these different platforms over time for legacy platforms like, you know, MindBody, ClubReady, uh, Club Automation, et cetera. You know, the challenge they have is they're basically putting stuff that isn't scalable uh, together, right? So it's really, you're kind of patching patching together. It's a house of cards yeah. um, where we're taking it and looking at, look at the infrastructure side, like how is it built? How is it architected? And we're going to take our time and integrate it so that a client doesn't and a business doesn't have to have video uh, access uh, platforms and software platforms and a separate payment platform, right? Because um, we process all the payments for our customers. So that'd be one thing I, I didn't think we'd be doing, uh, you know, six years ago that we're doing today. And to be honest, it's probably one of the most important aspects of this industry uh, that we see moving forward. You know, it's a it's an interesting thing uh, on a much larger scale is, you know, the tech-enabled business rather mm -hmm. than the tech business. You guys are a perfect example of that where this is fitness and sports, which, you know, you're not going to ever talk to a fitness coach that says, well, I'm a technology business, yeah. you know? No, no. Um, and so, <laughs> it's like the exact opposite, really. <laughs> but, but but the need moving mm -hmm. forward is that they are tech-enabled. Yeah. They mm -hmm. have to be. Well, and what's interesting is the people that start the most successful fitness businesses are the ones that are fitness people, right? Yeah. So they may not run Be Great Business Minds, but clients and users want to go to the place that is being run by somebody that did what they're, they're coaching and teaching, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, you know, you see sometimes a, a swim coach, you can tell they never swam because when they're coaching, they're, they're not in the water, right? Yeah. And it's like, you got to get, you got to show somebody how to do something sometimes. And uh, you look at, you look at Peloton, you look at all the leaders in the market and the people that run those businesses, and they're all started and led by people that, that do that stuff every day, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's how, you know, you're getting kind of the best curriculum, the best advice, guidance, yeah. et cetera. So... Um, we definitely see that in our market, but you know they need they need to run a business at the end of the day, right? And that's it's not easy. Yeah, and and they're not going to be able to fully maximize their revenue unless they adopt the technology necessary nowadays. Correct. Oh yeah, yeah. we were watching the uh, was it the Apple keynote last year at the developer conference. We were talking about uh, the augmented reality with sports, yeah. and they're just filming a kid shooting baskets, and they could tell you when you missed one and what your you know the mechanics were and all that stuff oh. and what you can do to fix it. I was like. 
That sort of stuff mm-hmm. is crazy. Are you guys looking into that in terms of the video stuff? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that we see that. No trade secrets now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know who was demoing it. It was just some guy that came up on stage and showed it, but yeah. it was all shot on an iPhone. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and yeah, there's no trade secret there. But I do think one thing we've, we've done historically that it's sometimes we've made a mistake is you got to be careful not to out-innovate yourself in the mm-hmm. market and making sure that when you do push something to the market that people are going to be able to use it right. So for augmented reality, you know, people are going to need to either have glasses or you know have access on the phone, know how mm-hmm. to use it, how to leverage it. And so, again, it goes back to customers and, you know, our product team does a great job, Miles in particular, you know, weekly talking to our franchisors we work with to get feedback, you know, what do they need from a business side? Um, but then also getting out and talking to actual consumers, you know, yeah. the, the clients that are going into the fitness center, you know, just just watch how they interact and mm-hmm. watch how they go in, watch how they check in, what are they doing when they get there? And uh, that's really what drives what we do. We just know that augmented reality is definitely going to be a part of the future mm-hmm. if you just look at what's on the market. I have... I have in my newfound health, uh, <laughs> uh, Ryan knows the story. Yeah. I'm down 150 pounds and oh, about to do my That's first awesome. 5K next month. So pray for me. Um, Is it with the uh, the indie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, but I have a fitness coach now, and I'm watching her struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, and so one, I'll definitely uh, make a recommendation for her. But one of the things that I talked to her about was, you know, she has a finite time. Right. All she can do is sell her hours. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. But I told her, I said, e-commerce, you know, I said, you know, she made recommendations to me about buying a foam roller and buying this and buying that. And I was telling her, I was like, why aren't you making a dollar off of everything? Yeah. You know, and I said, so you can only sell a finite amount of time. But if you build a website and you build e-commerce into it and you build, you know, all of these pieces, yeah. communicate to people effectively. Um, I just got her to start doing reviews, you know, mm-hmm. and, and stuff. I was like you know, you could really maximize the amount of revenue in your business rather than just trying to sell hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? yep. and, it, yeah. and it seems like that's really the, you know, what you guys have done is because people can actually build a website, right, on your platform. Yeah, we, we build websites yeah. for our customers. We do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I think to your point with the the tools that she she needs, really in, our, in this industry, it's, we've always said it's the, the least innovative industry that's, around or that's left really right it's if you look at finance banking i mean any other industry is nowhere near as far behind as sports and fitness is yeah um and for our customers some of the data we're trying to get to them is stuff they've never seen you know we've got uh multi-million dollar franchises that we work with that could not pull a report of who their members were last year if they wanted to and it's and and their membership-based business models and so you know you think man that's mind-blowing but they're using companies that were publicly traded and bought out most recently, mm-hmm. just under $2 billion. And that's just one of a couple dozen software companies that are in the market. So, you know, we're really thinking about how do we get the data in front of, you know, our customers so that they can start making better decisions, not just have the, the widgets they need to run the business. You know, we want to help them make make good decisions about how to, how to, how to grow. Yeah. And that's, I, I, I love that you're saying that. And I'm going to repeat it because it's so important is that that's something that I see in the software business a lot is that the companies that are dedicated to helping businesses mm-hmm. with their business are yeah. the ones that are really, it's not about just selling a subscription and, and, you know, and building the next feature. It really is about analyzing and letting them know what they can do next. Yeah, know. exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, curious, uh, some of the, some of the clients that you're working with, can you share? Um, yeah, we, well, we can share the types of customers we work with for, for sure. Um, we work with, I think I mentioned, you know, franchisors. So some of the top 500 franchises across the country, 
um, in sports and fitness specifically. We, we do work with some uh, wellness uh, franchises as well, just sort of depends on their business model. Uh, is it scalable? One of the things that's unique about our, our platform is we can configure it to that business. So uh, not only configure it, but keep their product somewhat separate from all the other products we have for other franchisors. So there, you know, there's not uh, overlap or, you know, you build something for one, one organization that uh, doesn't just automatically go to somebody else, right? right. Uh, type thing. Um, but I would say, you know, all the core sports, um, uh, anything in fitness, there's over the last six years been a huge growth in athlete performance uh, and fitness uh, in that particular area. And that's really what kind of drove us to fitness was, you know, we keep reaching out to all, you know, baseball, football, soccer, basketball, lacrosse, uh, hockey, and then you'd start to see business pop up their athlete performance base, you know, which is makes sense, right? I mean, yeah. as a former athlete, you're you're going to go lift and train to f- get better fitness wise, but then you've also got you know, your specialties uh, with respect to specific sports. So uh, we're a- across the spectrum uh, in, in all sorts of uh, sports. Uh, just a quick question: So, if you work with like a, a workout place, uh, yeah. say either CrossFitter or you know a regular workout gym, do you, do the members have access to the software as well, so they can use it to track their performance and gains? And absolutely, yeah. I know Miles hit on that, but <laughs> yeah, we, um, going back to to Kevin Kevin's original kind of depiction of how everything started through Book of Coach, we uh, we had to get really really good at getting clients through an e commerce funnel um, without knowing who we are. Uh, so that was really challenging, uh, but it also forced us to be really, really good at building trust throughout the, uh, the client checkout experience. Um, so they do get access to, um, to upper hand, they have their own dashboard. Um, and, and it's usually branded all based on the business. So our yeah. goal is like to make uh-huh. sure that they don't even know what upper hand is. Yeah. We kind of sit back to the side and facilitate the transaction, um, and, and kind of the interactions between the business, but we try to step back and, and have a, a true white label experience. But they do get a dashboard. We we have a lot of plans to add a lot of value on the client side. We haven't done a ton with it um, recently, but by far and away, the whole checkout experience is rock solid with Upper Hand, um, and and has been for quite some time because of the experience we gained on the on the marketplace side. Yeah. So as an example, one of the uh, franchises we work with that's a membership based business model. Prior to using Upper Hand, they couldn't sell a membership online, right? So to buy it, you'd have to go into the store fill out a paper application and kind of go through that whole process, right? Just did that myself. Yeah, yeah. Like, which you do in like a fitness or something. No paper? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and honestly, that's enough to drive people yeah, away it is. in this day and age. It's like, I've joined LA Fitness before. I know, you know, we worked, you know, at the one by your house before. Yeah. And it's like, man, I just don't want to go in there and deal with it's not sales experience. people. It's mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah. And there are people today still talking about, man, how many, how many cold calls can we make to the leads that come in uh, on a fitness business? I'm thinking to myself, man, you guys are, you guys are being in some trouble. Like yeah. everybody wants stuff now. Like if I fill out, if I have to fill out a form to then get a phone call to schedule uh, my first sort of mm-hmm. free session, man, we got some problems. So when Miles talks about the client side, you know, starting Book a Coach was a huge benefit. So we have a, a way for people to go through the whole process online. You don't even have to step in the store. So that way, when your time is spent in the store, it's spent looking at the stuff in the retail shop. It's spent walking right. around, talking to your instructor, talking to the the people within the facility, and and creating value, which is, is what's most important at the end of the day. So uh, we consider ourselves a very client-heavy uh, mm-hmm. software company. Yeah, tech, you know, he was talking about technologically how far behind fitness and sports is. Car industry is right there with with, uh, <laughs> yeah, with sports and fitness. Oh, my uh, God, you're just, so right. <laughs> no one wants to go and buy a car. Like, I, they don't want to get haggled by a sales guy. And literally, I was just reading an article. I sent it to Kevin over the weekend. 
the Tesla had moved all of their sales to online. Yeah. Pretty much all of them. Majority, they're going to still have uh, showrooms open. But it's, just, it's the same thing. Like people hate going into the gym. And, mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to rant because I am in, I'm looking for a new car. Yeah. And so, you know, there's no place, one, you model can't three, order you a model three. Yeah, yeah, that's all you can yeah. do is you can order a Tesla online, but nobody else. So I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll do this true car thing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I have 18 text messages from every dealership in yeah. town. I have emails. <laughs> not, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Have you seen that, uh, the car yeah. vending machine of 69? Yeah, yeah, Carbon. Yeah. yeah. Carbon. But that's only used. Right, so is it? yeah, yeah, okay, so it is used. Yeah. You can go yeah. online, but it is nuts, yeah. right? It is crazy. Yeah, and it, and look, there's a place I think for phone calls and things, but you know, if you're not moving towards like the Tesla mm-hmm. approach, I mean, I'd buy a car online never without ever driving it. Yeah, easily. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I, th- I think part of it too is just the it's it's not even just convenience; it's a trust issue too. Yeah, you know that I I don't want to deal with a salesperson. Mm-hmm. I just want to know how much it costs. Yeah, it's almost like people nowadays okay. trust online more than they do the in person. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, because um, I don't want to get up. I can't remember on. last time we grocery shopped. It's like my wife orders that online. She's like, "Stop at the store and pick it up." I'm yeah, like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's I don't, I don't exactly. even mind like in, in the checkout process, someone asking me if I want four more things. I don't yeah, mind yeah. that at all. Yeah. But I do mind it when I'm sitting across from a salesperson that's doing that to me. It's been ninety <laughs> yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was about to say because they've kept you there for six hours. Yeah, so that's why you don't want to wear you down versus sixty minutes. You know, but. Any uh, and and I don't want to put you on the spot. Any numbers? You know how many clients that you you have on board now or anything? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm happy to say that you know the last fiscal year we grew uh, over 160 percent revenue wise, wow. uh, 10 awesome. percent client uh, on the client side. Uh, the payments that run through our platform uh, grew 14 fold year over year. Uh, we're still uh, still closing out the last quarter, which uh, I believe we doubled uh, month over month uh, this, this past uh, March uh, over February. So we're seeing really strong growth. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, wow. thank you. Yeah. Um, and we look, we got a lot of people that are keeping an eye on us and uh, you know, that compete against us in the market. So we sort of hold certain things to our to our vests a little <laughs> bit. But yeah. um, you know, otherwise, you know, things are going well and it's this is the space to be in for sure. From a model standpoint, are you guys uh, privately funded or we are privately okay. funded, privately held. Okay. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. Well, that, that says a lot for you guys as well, you know. Yeah, well, we're mostly, everybody here is, is Indianapolis, right? Um, we've got a, a small team that uh, is outside the office uh, on the product side, but we've got a product team of, what, eight, ten people? Ten people now, yeah. yeah. Uh, all Indianapolis. So Fantastic. Very nice. Our plan is to continue to hire here in, inside Indiana. Yeah, and, and you're in a beautiful facility here, too. We are. We just moved in last Tuesday. I must say, it smells like yeah. Yeah. brand new. It's got a new car smell. Yeah, it does. Yeah, speaking of new cars, yeah, it's been a long time coming for sure. So, yeah. first office we had was a closet at a field house. So this is this is definitely a step up over six years. So, yeah, congratulations. Thank yeah, you. this is a beautiful building. I was I used to be right across the street at one twenty, which is not a beautiful building. Yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, <laughs> say, I'll gladly say yeah. that publicly. Yeah. Um, and, and I was, you know, they were just, they had a couple real estate delays on opening this, but I had my eye on it for a long time and it was just too late. Yeah. 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 Well, the yeah. Loftus Robinson, who uh, manages this building, they do a fantastic job. The the guys that run that, yeah. uh, Drew being the main one, you know, they're just awesome people. So they, they really helped build this out. Um, Adam, who oversaw the project, did a phenomenal job. And not just our floor, every every floor we've seen right. on the elevators, you know, super high quality. So. 
Yeah, they treat their tenants right, which is really cool. Yeah, 129 Market Street for folks yeah, who right. don't know or want to take a look because you have joint facilities in here as well, right? We do, yeah. Yeah, which is just incredible. I think yeah. it's a, it's not a co-working facility. No. It's really built for individualized businesses, mm -hmm. but they're they're kind of building a community building you yeah. know, with, yeah. with the tech in here. So congratulations on Thank that. Thank you very much. Well. So what do you guys uh, just... Uh, kind of wrap it up. What are you guys looking for? Like, what would be the awesomest, world's greatest client base that you ever <laughs> dreamt of walking through the door? That we're going to close for you right now. Yeah, no, just kidding. <laughs> we're going to make some calls. We know people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, deep down, obviously, we, we want to grow sports and fitness in, in terms of the greater people, part, more participation that exists, it means we're keeping people in business, right? Yeah. And so, really, that's. Yeah, you know, at the heart of it, um, I think what drives drives me every day. Um, I think on the business side, just being a business major, I would love to put you know every competitor that uh, is out there out of business and you know just own this space. I mean, yeah. I think we're in a position to do that um, if we just sort of hit uh, hit our stride, you know, and, and stay focused on the task at hand. But really, at the end of the day, we can help businesses, and I think we're we're super close to doing some pretty awesome stuff. Fantastic! And and uh, for people to go check you out online, go to www.getupperhand.com Anything you'd, you'd add to the... I, I was just going to add, if, if anyone has any uh, very new and exciting uh, you know, technologies, as a, it doesn't have, even have to relate to sports, but if you saw, see uh, something that could be applicable to sports or fitness and are out there starting something up and want to talk to me, I would love to have that conversation. Fantastic. Yeah, that's a great point. Come in and meet us. I mean, we're, we're looking for that all the time. And, mm -hmm. and uh, another service that you guys provide at no cost is you have a podcast providing. We do, yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, yeah we, we uh, do interviews with uh, customers. We're starting to do some stuff with you know, high-profile businesses that you know, may not work with us yet, but um, could provide great advice for sports or fitness, wellness businesses in the market, you know, talking about how they, how they got started, you know, what their business revenue models are, et cetera. So uh, we've got a lot of good feedback that there's some really good content on there. So, And uh, what's the name of it? Where do people go? Uh, Upper Hand Sports Pod. Uh, you can get it on SoundCloud or uh, iTunes. Apple Fantastic. Music. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for yeah. spending time with us today. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks. This is really cool yeah. stuff. Yeah, appreciate it. If you're an Indianapolis-based professional and would like your story to be heard on Off the Circle, contact us at offthecircle.com. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a glowing review.